Welcome to Engage Your Tribe, a podcast about the art and science of audience engagement. I'm Jeremy Shear, founder and CEO of Tribal Knowledge Podcasting, and my guest is Josh Reese, Senior Vice President at Paramount and Company, a branded messaging firm. Josh, it's great to have you on the show. Good morning, Jeremy. Thanks for having me. So say a few words about what you guys do. Sure. Uh, Paramount and Company, at our, when you boil it down, we are a signage, signage decor, event promotion, and event management company. We're located uh, primarily in New York State. That's where our headquarters are, but we have partnering facilities across the country. Our clients consist of anything you could possibly imagine directly related to uh, sports and entertainment with a focus on college university teams, as well as professional teams, leagues, conferences, et cetera. Okay. So, so if I go to a, a stadium and I see messaging on the bleachers or whatever, that's what you guys do. Absolutely. I, we have two sides of a company. Our first one is, is, as you mentioned, the event side. And as events that you go to in stadiums across the United States, Obviously, uh, there's a lot of signage when you go into a place. So it could be that we did something in the fan activation area. It could be we set up a monument sign identifying a really great sponsor. It could be that we worked collectively with a design house to fulfill a naming rights package. There's a lot of different things. And it could be as simple as a sign of where do I go for my seats and we do those. We do those as well. Okay. On the other side is on the other side is more capital projects. Think more renovations. Think about like new locker rooms or new training facilities or a new stadium is coming up. That would be more on the capital projects. Got it. Side. Okay. So so now you have a very niche audience, but it's pretty varied, right? Athletic directors, facilities managers, alumni development professionals, and and more. So traditionally. From a marketing perspective, how have you gone about connecting with these folks? You know, it's taken a lot of hard work, and, and I got to give a lot of kudos to our ownership, allowing us to go all over the country. We try to, we really try to go to major events, so a Super Bowl, a Final Four, a World Series, etc. And a lot of key stakeholders are are at those places and located geographically around those places, so we can get into a lot of meetings. From that, you know, grassroots, grinded out effort. We've been able to build really, really strong relationships. And I would say those relationships are a key to our success. Usually our entree into a, a college university or professional team is a smaller project. Like, you know, hey, we got a new sponsor in Coca-Cola who wants to do this fan fest area and they need a little bit of branding done. And from that, it leads to larger scale projects when next thing you know, we can uh, do an entire stadium. We've been really, really lucky in, in building those relationships and most importantly, keeping those relationships for a long time. So now when we spoke a few weeks ago, you said that looking ahead to 2022, that you guys are going to expand into, into things like music festivals, concerts, and that this will mean enhancing how you're doing marketing. So still keeping up with the relationship part of it, but to get more into content marketing and, and, and other strategies. So what's an example of the kinds of marketing strategies or even types of content that you're thinking about? 
you know, we've done a lot on, on behind the scenes in getting to learn. We've had to learn a lot, especially in the concert and festival space. We've been talking to a lot of touring companies. We've been talking to a lot of ticketing companies. From that, we're going to basically create an, a, a massive, we're going to work with a marketing firm and we're going to do a, a massive amount of work in different case studies. Mm-hmm. And the case studies, although they're relative to sports, we want to do a lot more on the entertainment side. So you, you had mentioned concerts and festivals. We're thinking a lot about casinos. Uh, casinos have a tremendous amount of signage going on. They also have one-off events that you know happen every other week. They might have an in-house uh, performer who has a, a touring show that comes through or, or, or an in-house show. A lot of that groundwork has already been done. The marketing firm that uh, we're going to work with is going to enhance our website, is going to really dive into how we do a project, not only our process, but also how things are going to be as simple as what we're going to use to put something together, the hardware that we're going to use, the the different CAD drawings or mechanical engineering drawings that are going to be made by our development program that really get into the weeds that people need to know, okay, we see you do this work. We want to know how you're going to do your work. And we want to really, really know how that work is going to last. On the event side, it's really, you know, this is just going to be temporary. On the capital project side, that's where it has to be long-term and long-standing. So uh, really excited about how we're going to remarket market the company, rebrand it, you know, rebuild our website and uh, and do some really cool things. This is something new right away with a, with a podcast that uh, we've been encouraged to do by ownership. And I I give kudos to them for really thinking outside the box and, and, and adjusting to new formats of, of what we yeah, do. Absolutely. So now in your, in your business, when you enter into a new market like music festivals, what does it take to get to know and earn the trust of the people you get to know like you already have in the sports, in, in the sports industry? You know, it's a lot of it's a lot of storytelling, not the, not the, not the right. false kind. It's a lot of storytelling about you know not only our company but what what our two owners have started you know twelve years ago and building up to today. Uh, a lot on the methods of what we can uh, do and providing solutions to a particular client. A lot of hey, you know, this material probably isn't going to withstand. You know, a lot of the weather that comes through this area, it might be something we might know storms coming. We might know that that area gets a tremendous amount of wind or a tremendous amount of rain. It's definitely specific to the area that we're in, especially with outdoor concerts and festivals. You got to remember, everybody's everybody's so excited to to get back out and see people. We This is great, but I'd love to see you in person, Jeremy, you know. So it's it's a lot of it's a lot of us really proving ourselves and building that relationship one-on-one before we even get in uh, to the process. Also, you know, there might be some cost-saving measures. A lot of times, you know, we're very clear like, hey, listen, we might be a little bit more expensive, but here's why we're more expensive. We're going to give you this material that we're really confident on. We are going to use this install method that we're really, really not only confident, but we've seen work in a lot of different areas. That's, that's a lot. And it takes, you know, we have, we have a festival coming up in July in, in Texas 
And we've already started that relationship building. It's been a series of calls. It's been a series of Zoom meetings. And then it'll go more into site visits and, and building out a plan, using what they did last time with a particular vendor. Maybe maybe it's the same thing that we have to do. But other times, it's it's definitely, hey, here's some other solutions that we can do. And here's how we can be your on-site answer. Okay. So- what would be your advice for, say, a marketing team that is planning to expand into a new market? And I know it depends on the industry and, and that sort of thing. But in general, though, given your experience, what would you say is a good basic first step down that? Be everywhere. <laughs> you know, it's it's hard to do and, and, and it's, it takes a lot of work. But like I said, the, the best thing is is still one-on-one in, in FaceTime. And it would be a lot of groundwork before you're going to see traction. You know, nothing, a lot of our projects are, are 12 to 18 months of, of background work and you got to get ready for it. The, the world of, of college athletics and professional sports is extremely competitive. There's a lot of folks that are, are in the business that we do and you really have to tell the story that separates you from your competition. It's very similar to anything that um, that you might, you know, be starting out on. But you got to give yourself enough time to be successful. You know, this, as you mentioned in your in your first question about a, a niche market. You know, these projects they're not. I mean, we get lucky sometimes with a quick turnaround because, you know, I don't know, a Home Depot wants to put their sign up somewhere. But I mean, you know, for for a new stadium that's going up or a new training facility, you're looking at, you know, 12 to 18 months of of a lot of groundwork, a lot of planning, a lot of creative changes, if you will, that those things take time. Take advantage of anything free that you can possibly use. You know, LinkedIn is so powerful. It's a, just an excellent, excellent tool, tool, not only to market your own brand, but to, to really build ties um, professionally. I, I see a lot of folks, especially in, in, in college athletics, turn to it and say, hey, look at the work that you guys have done. I mean, social media is really cool and the Instagrams and the, and the Facebooks and, and Snap and everything else. But a lot of times a source would be using that LinkedIn and what you can get for free. Obviously, the paid content is is more beneficial, but use those opportunities. Definitely get out to to conferences that that are uh, readily available. I know it's going to cost. There's a cost to that as far as travel and as far as accommodations. But you know, like like I continuously say, our ownership has been fantastic. You know, hey, we have to get down to you know this this meeting of athletic directors, or we have to get down to the symposium, or we have to go and do this. It takes a lot of work and a lot of effort, but, you know, it, it can be done. Last but not least, utilize your network. You know, you never you never really know who is going to be able to assist you. And I'm not saying that from a, a selfish or cocky way. I'm saying that like, hey, you know, we're working on X, Y, and Z project. You know, it's pretty cool. That that might ring a, ring a bell or turn on a light bulb and someone might say, hey, you know what, I, I have X person who... I think you should talk to and, and start to build that, build that. It's going to, it's going to be a, a lot of effort, but you know what? I think you're going to be okay. Great advice. Well, Josh, thanks so much for all those insights and for your time and for a great conversation. 
Yeah, Jeremy, this is great. That's it for this episode of Engage Your Tribe. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts on any podcast app. And while you're at it, you might as well give the show five stars and leave an over-the-top comment about how much you love the podcast. You know you want to. If you're a marketer or an internal communicator and you're interested in podcasting, we've got tons of free resources on the website at tribknowledge.com. That's T-R-I-B knowledge.com. Thanks for listening and staying engaged.